good problems you are having these days i've i've heard you raised money i've heard the team is growing what's happening what's happening at blue learn what's happening uh, at your youtube channel oh yeah last couple of months have been pretty crazy because uh, we never thought that a side project could be turned into a startup is it that does blue has um any other significance other than of course being like a simple name and and coming from a panicking situation you had a personal brand a very strong one right you had a you had a following of about uh, you know 100k plus on youtube and a good following on instagram and linkedin as well and then you started up but tell me very very honestly before you started making this personal brand were there plans of starting up or did this happen as you went along in the journey you're extremely wealthy on paper right and i i hope this only grows but but how important is actual real money to you building a community of 45000 plus students and that one active community is very very hard a lot of big startups have been trying to do so they are pushing a lot of money for honi para but this team has done it today i talked to the co-founder of blue learn harish it was such an interesting conversation bahut zyada maza aaya he is very very young i learned so much from him i'm leaving this podcast on a super inspiring note बहुत कुछ सीखा है पर्सनली बहुत एंजॉय करा एंड आई एम श्योर इफ यू आर समबडी हु इज इन देयर ट्वेंटीज दिस इज अ गोल्ड माइंड डू लिसन टू दिस एपिसोड अ लॉट ऑफ लर्निंग्स ऑन कम्युनिटीज स्टार्टअप्स एंड कंटेंट क्रिएशन आल्सो इस पॉडकास्ट के छोटे छोटे बाइट्स भी अपलोड ऑन आर अदर चैनल यहाँ पे या यहाँ पे कहीं तो लिंक होगा आई बटन है क्लिक कर दो जाके देख लो यार ओके बैक टू द पॉडकास्ट डू लाइक शेयर एंड कॉमेंट हे हरीश वेलकम टू द सी एन टी सी शो हाउ यू डूइंग been a long day so yeah it's a good uh, ending on a good note with this podcast good problems you are having these days i've i've heard you raised money i've heard the team is growing what's happening what's happening at blue learn what's happening uh, at your youtube channel oh yeah last couple of months have been pretty crazy because uh, we never thought that a side project could be turned into a startup like it just happened so fast that even right now we still in shock like kya ho gaya from a team of like five people we expanded to 13 uh, we had some of the best investors come in and backers um and then also in terms of product we turned from a telegram/whatsapp group into like a good web app so yeah, it's been exciting and for those of you who don't know we run a student community called blue learn it's india's largest higher ed community we have around 45000 students from across 3000 different schools and colleges so yeah that's that's what's happening wow dude this is this is massive especially the expansion and we'll we'll come to that in a second but what i wanted to understand was um, what's happening in the company itself communities are are all the rage right now learning from communities learning within communities is everything right and you have been able to build not just build but able to sustain a really cool community walk me through the process walk me through the process when this was just an idea in probably your head to now what it what it has become eventually yeah sure so the way it started was that um i had a youtube channel a very small youtube channel with around i don't know 1000 2000 subscribers and i thought you know i want to interact with my audience straight up right uh, like on youtube comments it's not really productive so i made a telegram group and i was like hey if you are my subscriber just join in and we can start chatting 
And then eventually I was like, I don't want to keep this centered towards me. That will be kind of selfish of me. So let's just turn this into a community where anyone can give answers. Like I did not really want to create a fan group, right? Uh, so if anyone wants uh, any help in learning a skill, others who are more experienced could help them out. So that's the way it started. Trance and I were like, Trance is my co-founder at Bitsco as my neighbor. Uh, we were like, hey, just let's just you know help these students out. Because we saw that there was a huge disparity in terms of how much college students knew, like students at BITS and IITs knew a lot. They were like, hey, uh, you know, there are so many opportunities out there, right? Anirudh Singla started up because of, because he was aware that startup is an option for them. Uh, or maybe you went on with video production because you knew that that's an option for you. But then that's not the case with most colleges. They have a very, very narrow mindset. And then uh, they aren't aware that the internet has opened up a bunch of opportunities for them. So that's the sort of gap that we want to solve for. The, knowledge asymmetry and we just started uh, getting smart people uh, on board who could answer these questions eventually telegram became hard to scale we hit 10,000 really quickly in like four months or three months so we moved discord and uh, that's where the fun began because discord gives you access to voice so now what that meant was we can have really cool events it could be music concerts it could be people practicing debating could be you know people it could be open mics it could be uh, freelancing conclaves design conclaves or people interested in these things could come and jam in so we just created this virtual college of sorts uh where you know we didn't care about what your je score was what your uh you know cgpa was no matter what college you're from you can just come here hang out and feel productive so that's the way it sort of evolved pretty cool man and there's no there's no barrier to entry anybody can join there's no barrier to entry, but majority of them are between 18 to 22, tier two, tier three colleges. Right. And I remember at a point when uh, when we started interacting, you were, this was called Clinify. Yeah. And and I remember uh, I, I did see some courses there, right, which were uh, um, linear ed tech courses, if if you could call them that, where one person teaches teaches you in a probably like a like either a workshop fashion or a pre-recorded course. What was that all about? So, like, and from that point to this Discord, uh, have are we still focusing on that, or is it just the community now? Um, right now we are making it community centered. Like, uh, initially, you know, we wanted to play around with monetization and see how things would pan out. So we started something called cohort-based classes, wherein you know you could have an expert. I'll give you an example of a design cohort. We got in a Microsoft designer, and he taught thirty students over a period of a month how to become a good product designer, right? And in the end, they could learn industry grade skills. So that was a proposition, but then we felt that that impact wasn't massive. Like we could only coach 25 students at a time. So um, we wanted something that's far more scalable where we could reach to many people at once. That's why we moved towards something called clubs, which is, um, it's just like college clubs, but amplified a lot more. So you could have something called the English club for English enthusiasts, you can have design club and once we have a bunch of these clubs uh, we sort of dive deep and introduce cohorts introduce mentorship introduce social features where they could meet other club members and things like that uh, in that particular club club itself so that's the um, you know product that we are envisioning having a lot of interesting clubs that people could be part of and then uh, building deep relationships among community members within these clubs that's very fascinating here because now I see right now there is a dependency on another company, which is Discord. And I'm sure at the back of, you know, the entire team's head is how do we lose this dependency? 
what's the plan and and how are we how fast are we moving towards that plan like when can we actually see things happening so it's already happening uh, like if you check out our web app we are trying to mimic a lot of features but then at the same time we don't want to build a community platform that competes with discord right uh, we want to sort of complement discord so discord will always stay it's uh, it's where communities thrive discord is best at helping communities thrive so we want to leave that problem to them we want to focus more on what our core proposition is which is to make the community way more productive and provide things that we can't necessarily build on discord i'll give you an example um so now we have an event roster right every single day we have a bunch of events happening like today we had rishabh shekhar from pepper uh, you know come in and give a talk we'll have sambhav jain uh, next week and then we have you know design conclaves or gaming tournaments or you know you could have uh, uh, maybe music nights things like this happening now it's very difficult for us to display all of these events in an organized way on discord because it's just threads so these are the places where the website comes into play now on the website you can see a huge menu of all the events that are going to happen and whatever you're interested in you just tap on it add it to your calendar it you know comes on your profile and things like that the second feature uh, that we were trying to work on was building relationships among club members because it was getting really tough for uh, club members to know each other so we just did a member repository made people to sign up so within i think a week we got around 6000 signups on the website so now everyone has a profile every community member has a profile that says what they're interested in and this way it just helps us make uh, community members interact with each other much simpler so these are a couple of things we're experimenting with but yeah Uh, at the end of the day it's like mixing education with social media so it becomes like social media for education every time you visit instagram you feel guilty but then you come here you shouldn't so like how when you mention different menus right and and it's not just hard education right where you where you teach like a physics concept it's also music it's also arts it's also um things like entrepreneurship which are very broader in nature you know you can't teach entrepreneurship in like seven chapters that that wouldn't do justice to a, to a broader concept like that and the same goes for all the creative arts how i see this is is how we used to have fests in our college and we used to get like a huge menu and uh, at the same time there were different things happening in different sort of arenas you you enter an arena and you probably experience that or you learn from that so in my head this is like a like an online fest going on and at all times just here we are also learning and you know not just chilling and having fun and also want to add to your clinify point so we were called clinify before now we are called blue learn and um, you know eventually like a lot of people are saying it sounds like a medical company and once we were pitching to kunal bell of titan and he said you have to change the name right now here itself uh, because as you grow as a brand uh, if if a third party if a third person listens to the word clinify they'll be like it's a pharmacy it's a medical company so we don't want that to happen and that's why you know his Uh, well, the moment he said that, you were like, "Abhi to karna hi hoga." So we went with something really simple, Blue Learn. It's because our belief is that Indians cannot pronounce hard names. So we had a bunch of them. We had over four hundred names, but then all of them were really complicated, right? So we wanted someone in a remote village in Bihar to also spell it out, and that's why we just went with Blue Learn. Tell me some of the rejected ones. Octagon was it? Um, there was another one called. we also came up with a lot of learn so yellow learn lemon learn uh pink learn like a bunch of these combinations so yeah that was fun i still have those domain names by the way i bought five domain names panicking that someone else might buy it before before we decided on it 
is it does blue has um any other significance other than of course being like a simple name and and coming from a panicking situation um not really but then it just helps to establish trust like when, whenever you look at the color blue it just sort of helps you trust the website more and being an education product trust is kind of important that makes sense for the audience harish has become way more serious compared to the last time i met him now now he has to act all ceo and and founder for the audience last time he was way more okay let's have a conversation now he's like okay i'm going to i'm going to answer in in structured ways in structured structured pointers but really good to see this growth man it's so inspiring especially uh there are two ways i look at people right one is of course from my community now that we are talking about community and all of us right uh, people around us people friends and of course people from uh, the same college and then you know people outside and the, this community when somebody blooms from this community you feel like a, you're you're part of their journey somehow right and i may be a very small part of it but you feel proud when i when i saw that you fundraised and even before that i was really proud of the channel that you had built right and here's my next question which which i've been dying to ask now a lot of founders these days um they create a product and because i talk to a lot of founders right everybody comes up to me and tells and this is from the biggest of the companies to the uh, to new startups that hey ayush uh, we've built a company we have millions of dollars now we want to build a personal brand because that's all the rage right now you had a personal brand a very strong one right you had a you had a following of about uh, you know 100k plus on youtube and a good following on instagram and linkedin as well and then you started up so tell me very very honestly before you started making this personal brand were there plans of starting up or did this happen as you went along in the journey um so i always knew that if i have to start up um i'll tell you why uh, this happened right so initially we had we ran this startup called hulock which was a complete b2b sales company and uh, we sold chatbots so ai based chatbots for a lot of companies um and we got a you know a small initial set of clients of fertility clinics e-commerce sites and things like that but then after hitting those two three clients we faced a huge issue of client shortage at one point shreyas and i used to cold call like hundreds of businesses cold email um you know just ask all these bits alumni that we knew but then we were struggling to find our clients right and that's when i realized that um like every single day we asked ourselves this question are we building something that people want the exact the why combinator template color question and um the answer was no because we really did not interact with our uh, audiences right we never interacted with um, say uh, manufacturers or other fertility clinics as often to understand what the core problem was so um we shut that down and in the meantime you know uh, youtube was blowing up so for me uh, initially when i started off uh, youtube it was just me vlogging around bitscoa taking a camera from walking to the lecture hall i'll just film that uh it wasn't uh, the only purpose was to bring bits ka video content online uh, there were there were no startup motives behind it but then one thing that i noticed was that people start putting in their problems in the comment section like a very common problem at that time when i used to make bits content was how do you score well in bits app right so uh, that was a very common problem uh, that that is that we saw so a bunch of friends and i were like hey uh, since you're from bits and since you've scored amazing at bits app why not you know uh, make this community of bits app enthusiasts and maybe uh, sell them something like bits app mock tests and one of our friends tried it out uh, i was like hey you can take my audience and uh, i don't know in within like a week or two we made like 50000 in revenue 
And plus there were like some 5,000 people in a WhatsApp group, not WhatsApp group, Telegram group, and it started working. So we were like, hey, uh, now we have identified this way where we somehow build an audience. We ask them what they want and then just build it out for them. That's way simpler than building a product and then hoping one day someone's going to buy it, right? So that's the strategy we followed. But then again, uh, I wouldn't really say that's the only reason I run the YouTube channel. I genuinely love making videos. Like even if I get paid zero today, every single video of mine is a copyrighted. I use copyright music in every single video because I don't care about the money that I get from YouTube. I just want the viewers to have an amazing experience when they watch it. So that's a that's that's like 90% of the reason is because I genuinely love making videos. I posted my first video when I was in third grade. It was about how to make a paper aeroplane. And then even in ninth, 10th, 11th grade, I posted videos, uh, no motive, just love making videos. But then again, 10% uh, of the reason is definitely because I know the benefits of having an audience and therefore, you know, just taking it forward. How, how, how familiar are you with tech? Oh, I have to be super familiar with tech. Like even today, I have to decide uh, which APIs to use for video conferencing, have chats with other vendors because the the ecosystem is so so tech driven that if you don't know code if you don't know how you know basic services work then you'll just be left behind and uh, being in a in the startup ecosystem um, it also helps in you know raising investor money and things like that you do need a tech co-founder someone who understands products so definitely that's the reason i started learning to code last year and that just changed a lot of things for me uh, building products and telling people what to build becomes much, much easier when you know how to code yourself. So yeah, that was the number one reason why I learned to code and it has been super helpful. Your co-founder is a, is a tech guy, like a core tech guy. Oh uh, no, I, I handle most of the product work. He handles more of like operations and things like that. Pretty cool. So, so what's your core tech team? Like who, who does most of the work, the co the founding team members, or do you have a contractual basis or how does it work? So uh, from day one, we said we would never have contract basis uh, tech team, like we should never outsource tech. Um, and the way we hire is that um, the way we hired a founding team with each person, we have worked for at least six months project before. And only after that, we sort of gave them equity and made them part of the founding team. And I think that's super important because only then more than talent, it's about how well you vibe with them, right? Are they your kind of people? Is is that a person with whom you would love to work for the next 10 years? And that was the only criteria that I sort of looked at. Uh, I still remember Darshil, who now leads our front-end team. Um, when I, uh, I don't know, 12 months back, I put out an Instagram story saying, hey, I'm trying to build this website. Does anyone want to help me out? And then he replied saying, Mujhe HTML or CSS aata hai, can I help you out? At that time, I was learning HTML basics of code. And I was like, yeah, sure. And right now he's better than any Bitsy and React developer in their third or fourth year, right? So like that's the progress uh, he has had. And it's just insane to look at it. So there are those two criteria that we look at. Uh, one is how well they vibe with us and B, how fast they learn. And yeah, that's the way the founding team is. Very interesting. I mean, uh, this is definitely pushing me to learn code. I've always been uh, conflicted, right? Because I run a service company and uh, we face very, very different problems. But but I know the kind of, uh, uh, and of course we'll, we'll talk talk about this in detail. This is not about me, but definitely I've always wanted to learn code and this really fascinates me. What I want to understand was you mentioned that uh, tech made it easy to fundraise. Let's come to that. Why fundraise? Why not bootstrapped? 
does 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 this product require fundraising or was it because uh, growth faster hoga ya fir some other reason um the number one reason why we fundraised was because um we got into this incubator called 100x right and uh, there uh, sanjay mehta who was the first angel investor in oyo he was speaking and he said uh, you know when you're running a bootstrap business not necessarily all businesses but a lot of bootstrap businesses face this after a while uh, it reaches a stale state where you don't have this intrinsic motivation to uh, do well or grow the business and uh, that sort of hit a chord with me because we were reaching that point in terms of uh, blue land right uh, we weren't making a lot of revenue i think at that time we were making around a lakh a month month sort of revenue but then still it wasn't really it was just by selling those cohort based courses and uh, once he said this we felt that even we might reach that point and we really wanted to experiment and we wanted the resources to experiment and try out something really cool which could actually you know become the next product and to get that leeway to you know be able to build a team around it and to get that mental space to experiment uh, that was the number one reason why we uh, thought of going for fundraising and also lightspeed has been an amazing investor like they don't interfere with our business at all like their philosophy has been founders know the best so we're going to stay off um and you know you guys find pmf you guys find uh, experiment over the next few months and then you know we'll help you take that forward so yeah we found uh, investors who matched what we were thinking and therefore we went ahead that makes sense that makes a lot of sense and why as this question was that i i i talk a lot about wealth i read a lot about wealth i want to understand how important wealth it is to you you know how important wealth is to you and how important do you think earning like hard cash not paper wealth right now you are extremely wealthy on paper right and i i hope this only grows but but how important is actual real money to you mm-hmm. so in that terms uh, shrans and i have been slightly lucky to come from a little privileged background so my parents don't necessarily have to depend on me to you know serve food on the table so that makes me really independent right and that's what i always wanted to be i wanted to sort of move out live alone and then you know uh, build things on my own um so with that said um uh, for me at least at this point um our expenses aren't a lot and our risk appetite is massive because we live like cockroaches we just uh like we we don't have a maid cooks us lunch and dinner at once so that we could save money and things like that right we for breakfast we just have cereal so we just can live on very less money it's totally fine uh we need sleeps on a mattress so uh, one of our founding team members so it's just very easy for us to live with a lot of money and we were like hey it's just we just 2021 so why not just live the next 5 years in really bad conditions but then enjoy and ultimately have that feeling of ownership that we tried and built something so yeah in terms of money we don't really need a lot of money um that's why we feel fine as long as you know i have enough to go out there and eat at a restaurant or something like that um totally fine love love this love the energy dude i've been following all the vlogs uh i i for some reason i'm a big fan of vlogs and i and i started watching yours and i love you following the entire david dobrik 420 think uh really cool best part is it it starts and ends and uh, uh i always have fun always puts a smile to my face no matter what whatever you're putting out um just very inspiring to see a bunch of motivated people working on a product um 
just makes my day so genuinely wanted to you know talk about this keep keep creating that content man like not just me but i'm sure way more people feel inspired when they when they watch that piece of content and uh, i love it that monetization is not important to you so that you can use all the nice music tracks and you know have fun and make make the experience uh, definitely better awesome what i want to talk about is as a company Okay, should it's nine forty? Let's uh, awesome two three questions and then we should uh, yeah. As a, a founder's life is is what I call is a mess. I've I've met founders who who are running huge companies, and um, I, they they always fail to somehow manage their life right. Um, when I say fail, I'm not saying they fail at finishing the to do list, but there's always something that left you know that is left behind what is what is that one thing in your case and if i'm making an assumption then if you're able to sustain a balance then how are you doing that um okay in my case it's very weird because i don't really feel stressed uh, because of the work that i do i mean on some days i'm overburdened but then i don't know i just love doing what i'm doing so it doesn't really feel like too much work um and we are quite organized as a startup right uh, because we don't really care when you do work you can do it either at 9 am or uh, keenan as he's nocturnal he does work at 2 am and that's totally fine uh, so we have this 9:30 am scrum where uh, all of us jot down our tasks on asana saying hey uh, these are my tasks for today and i'm going to complete this no one says when they're going to complete it right so at the end of the day we just expect we just assume that you have completed it uh, that's the only meeting we have for the day and i don't know the team is good enough that they complete all those tasks and then once in a while we have these uh, i mean once a week we have these brainstorming sessions where we decide how next week looks like so you know all these whiteboarding and all that fancy stuff and then based off the brainstorming session we again take some tasks and put on our sana so we work on a very task based system and at least for me and a and majority of our team we wrap up work by like 6:37 in most cases and then later on you know just spend some time with my family my friends and um we just go out as well so i think at least for me i'm living a very balanced life but then maybe it's because we are really really early stage and don't really have too much responsibilities as we grow as a team size grows as you know the number of members grow uh, that might change but at least for now it's pretty balanced right what i was trying to look for is the second part of the answer when you said your personal life um i think mm-hmm. work life because there is pressure i mean i'm not saying there's stress but there is pressure right there is pressure for you to raise another round a bigger one so that on paper the wealth grows for all the that's the only way an investor can make sure that yeah. the company is growing right right 5 to 30 that's a that's a massive hiring change man oh 5 to 13 13 oh thir- still still massive almost yeah. 3x what was this process like um so uh, first of all a lot of these people are not full time a lot a lot of these people are just people who help us organize better events and keep the community thriving and uh, we really think that a lot of enthusiastic college students uh, can do this well so uh, a majority of that uh, forms you know college students at least like 7 to 8 uh, the rest um, come from the, the rest is pretty simple so the way we hire at least for us uh, hiring has not been an issue because we hire from a community itself and a lot of people want to work for us so that makes things way easier we get access to access to like the top talent in india 
uh we note we notice how these guys perform uh we you know sort of uh they might you know help us organize events and i'll just check how enthusiastic they are for like 2 3 months and then we'll just roll out them an offer saying hey do you want to join us for a time um so that's the way we've been looking at it so these were people who really impacted the community like even if we removed one person from the equation the engagement levels would just drop um uh, so that's the reason we want to retain them and even after they graduate we would love to have them full time so do that's amazing uh this is uh, probably the smoothest hiring answer uh i have heard uh, because uh, uh, as much as i love building a team i think hiring is been the toughest job uh not that uh, like i'm complaining because it is supposed to be very crucial but this is this is pretty cool man what i want to understand is you are you're a content creator and that that does take up a a bunch of your time but what were some of the tangible effects when you hit like 100k did did life change did did perception of you in people's mind change when i say people this is of course people around you who who knew you before you even you know uh, start creating content tangibly kya change nothing changed to be honest uh, in fact it tanked So the moment I hit 100k, my growth rate just tanked. Like earlier, I used to get 10,000, 15,000 subscribers a subscribers a month. But the moment I hit 100k, my subscriber count dropped to like two, three k a month, which was a huge hit. Uh, I was I was like, hey, uh, is the type of content that I'm creating uh, not clickbaity enough? And I started experimenting a lot. And I'm glad that I have been experimenting. Uh, sort of. I mean, I did get sad, but then I didn't stop experimenting. Uh, so experimented with you know. personal life content experimented with uh, uh, like general content like top 6 non coding jobs that you should try out but then none of that was working out so i was like hey uh, you know i started off with vlogging when the pandemic hit why not just go back to vlogging um, and then try vlogging out which is apparently working out and that's something i'd love to make because it's effortless all like there, there's just so much of random shit happening in the house that all i have to do is just film it right and put it online uh plus editing it is super easy i just have to compile the clips so i was like hey minimal efforts uh, maximum results so let's just go ahead with that that's been my content uh the journey now maybe vlogs might not work out tomorrow so i'll have to figure out some other way of engaging the audience um so yeah and in terms of uh, how people perceive me it's not really changed because uh, i don't pretend to be someone else after i hit 100k it's been the same old dumb harish so um yeah um uh, maybe in terms of how external people who have never met me feel might change like they might be like oh this guy is popular and blah 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 but then the moment they meet me they're like okay it's just another random kid pretty cool you mentioned that there's a lot of things happening at the house and you record them does it ever feel that there's too much of your life online does it feel scary does it feel um, um, anxious that there's just like everybody knows you know this is how we live and this is how we do things and and what not oh yeah that uh, the feeling uh, of you know dropping the ball always stays because now people are like oh they have reached like this peak point now it's going to be like uh, now they're going to grow really fast and they'll become a unicorn one day blah 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 that's what people expect of you but then the moment you know things start going down south no one's going to be there for you so that uh, thing really stays and uh, we should be conscious enough and not get carried away with all the hype around um so yeah as a team um we always make sure that you know after the press release and things like that we've been bombarded with a lot of appreciation messages from 
few people but then uh, right before every everything happened we were like hey let's just calm down uh, we still have in front product market fit let's do that first let's stay lean as a team um let's figure this thing out and then uh, just just grow internally as a team and we know for ourselves what we are building uh, whatever people say just say thanks that's enough don't just get carried away so yeah we just want to stay humble in a way just enforcing that throughout the team what i've seen is a lot of people um, for them funding is like pff, done we have uh, uh, we're done and dusted and uh, if killed it uh, and although it's a big milestone i have i've been very close to a couple of founders and i've uh, assisted them through the entire process it's an excruciating process um you know especially when uh, things started turning sideways when when you when your pitch decks are you know being rejected i didn't sleep for 3 days straight see um and i've seen both sides i've seen a side where a fundraise happened in just 2 weeks super smooth nothing happened and then a fundraise that took about a year what i liked about how you guys made the announcement was that at i think i also went through your co-founders post uh, this is just a milestone but that's it and that you know that's it it it's only a number on the table and i loved that approach primarily because uh, as an outsider it reassures me that you know they're still working as hard it's this money is only fuel to propel the rocket further so so loved that attitude man okay a lot of entrepreneurs growing in the scene tell me some of your favorites tell me five of your favorite entrepreneurs people that you usually look out for okay what, what are they up to what are they doing uh, probably ask for guidance from them mhm uh, ayush wadwa ankur variku aves mehul mohan mohit and gaurav these are all bitsian folks Uh, the reason why I say these is because I could easily say Steve Jobs or Gaurav Manjal, uh, but then again, at least for me, uh, inspirations come from people whom I have met, people whom I interact with a lot, because um, that's that's the only way to have context, right? Like Anirudh, I've been seeing his journey since the beginning, so I have a lot of context about the advice that he gives me. If I take advice from Gaurav Manjal, who is right, running a unicorn. that might not work out for me at all so at least when people ask me for inspirations it's just people around me and yeah really look up to you guys thanks man that i wasn't expecting my name at all i think you're just flattering me because this is my podcast but uh, uh I'll, i'll i'll take the compliment even if i don't deserve it awesome so there's this uh, section in the podcast where uh, before we so this is like me trying to so i, I love bollywood so i'm just trying to be karan johar in my podcast we'll do a rapid fire but before we do that um i have this question that i've been asking everybody uh, if you could just rewind back in your life what's that one thing which you'll change i mean i'm going to give the cliche answer which is i won't change anything things have been working out pretty well i made a lot of dumb mistakes but fine with that dude you'll be surprised people don't give this answer because uh what people don't realize is that once you change something in the past your current present state changes and um, you know they always go back and they're like yes this is a mistake so always i always look for this answer that no, like nothing and it gives me a sense ki where they are is probably uh, you know they're they're pretty much okay with it oh i, I thought 90% would say this nothing uh so this is the i think the fifth or sixth time i've asked this question it's not like the other answers are wrong of course not yeah yeah for sure let's move to the rapid fire round now bro harish uh, uh this is a no bs round if you don't answer the question you your funding is reversed 
and uh, you have to answer it in 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 like three four seconds. So so like like get ready, and you have to answer each and every question. Are you sure you can do that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, name, name one startup that inspires you. Pepper content. What's, what's your, what's your guilty pleasure? Um, watching Netflix. Come on, dude. That's a, like, <laughs> okay. uh, that's a, that's a, I'm in a boardroom meeting and I don't want Netflix. It's, it's capped at 15 minutes a day. No, give me a better answer. Having chocolate chip ice cream every time I visit the supermarket. <laughs> okay. Thing that you hate about entrepreneurship. Um, you know, random people start expecting too much of you. And thing that you love about content creation. Uh, gets you clout. Tell me three favorite books or movies, depending upon whichever you consume most. Um. Okay. It's typical cliche. Zero to one. Uh. Then there is um. Uh. We are the nerds, which is about the uh, Reddit story. Um. And then Twenty One Rules of Management. Twenty One Rules. That's the first time I've heard about that book. I will read that. Yar, ek moment with apni life mein, which which completely changed things for me like for for you of course like that one moment oh okay so um we were gonna apply for internships we got two offers uh, one was from cred the other one was from uh, leap finance uh, we said no to them if we did say yes to them and if we got engaged lulan would not have been there i was uh, nice this was the best answer one life mantra yaar if if you are to live by just one thought what what would that be just go with the flow go with the flow and if if you had to create a rumor about yourself what would you do harish is cocky <laughs> okay i think uh, i think you have to lose that serious face man otherwise people are going to seriously think that uh, this is the case but wow lovely conversation dude बहुत मजा आया आई आई रियली इंजॉय दिस थैंक यू सो मच एवरीबडी फॉर वॉचिंग दिस एपिसोड डू फॉलो हरीश थैंक्स अलॉट आयुष